Welcome to Intro on the FL Podcast, Episode 6. This is your faithful commissioner, Neil Chimpertif. Who am I here with? Joseph Bing Bong Willoughby. This is Giovanni the 8th gym leader and also the Team Rocket boss. He loses to a 12-year-old. He's also the biggest asshole gym leader, too. Yeah, he like I mean, I'm going with a Pokemon. theme of the, uh, over the course of all the episodes, I've carried a theme of a certain type of hmm. hero villain role, right? So I'm just towing that line once again for co- continuity of the episodes. That makes sense. I feel uh, like, I don't know. Yeah. What's wrong a, with Misty? A Dante. Well, well there's, I mean, there's nothing wrong with Misty. She <laughs> also gets beat by a 12-year-old. So. That's true, too. I think it's those what, are the only two that I remember. You don't remember Brock? Brock? Nurse Dude. Joy? I, no, bro, sure was not a gym but... <laughs> I think I just stomped all over them, so I, they don't even like register. You stomped over right. Nurse Joy? Officer Jenny? You. She was just yeah. rolling out like Clefairies left and right, right? Joe defunded Officer Jenny. Yeah, yeah, there should be more funding there, but that's besides the point of today's podcast, right? Well. <laughs> True. Awesome. Do you, let's start with what we really should defund is Alan's team. So why don't we start with his matchup? <laughs> we're gonna we're just gonna quickly do kind of week thirteen recap since we're a little late in the week, right? Yeah, yeah no I one think cares. We're just gonna yeah, we're not doing a table of contents this week. So for all the listeners there, we apologize. Uh, we're basically because we're so late in the week due to some scheduling conflicts. We're just gonna talk about last week real quick and then get into this week power rankings and then where the playoff standings are. So uh, last week I won. You know, General tried his best. I am still the dominant force in the league. Another 180 point performance from my team. Really, everybody produced. I don't really have too much to say. General tried. He had 39 from Kittle, 28 from T Higgins but it's not enough he got a uh, 25 points from nick folk it would have been enough but unfortunately not a repeat performance from his mg we were all we were and, watching with bated breath to see if nick folk would pull it out and it just didn't and, happen and i just want to say nick uh nate was so disappointed with it that he went and dropped him after this performance so that's quite a choice well he's on by right is that is was that yeah not not he all is. of us have the luxury to hold him alan okay well i think uh unfortunately for the rest of the league the number one kicker according to espn was uh scooped up and rostered on someone's bench but we'll get to that i guess uh when we talk about next week i guess i have another question about this one too nate was like talking shit in the slack but i have no idea what he was talking shit about he was like he was saying that alan was crying or something but he was clearly losing do we know why I think it was just every kick he had like a little bit more hope but it was just like he was, oh. it was almost like a terrier energy you know like very like energetic hope really punching above his weight class but no results oh, that's way sadder than i pictured okay damn all right let's let's move <laughs> let's, on let's, yeah that's too, that's too bleak oh my goodness the good news for brendan is even if he started tyler murray in his matchup against edwin instead of a inactive jalen hurts he still would have lost so despite my smoke signals carrier pigeons basically every everything trying to get his attention it it didn't make any difference yeah i mean i can't imagine what it must feel like to bench someone that scores that many points that's fucking embarrassing i don't really have too much to say on this one i i I, on some regards i feel bad for brendan because i know in the early in the season he puts an effort and tries and then it seems like either midway through or somewhere towards kind of the halfway point of the season just everything goes wrong for his team and it's really you know dejecting right I I can see from his perspective why it's it's tough to keep this up but at the same time you know the the effort kind of shows right you got to know Kyler Murray's coming back you got to know he's better than Jalen Hurts I understand it's the Jets and you probably thought you know oh you know he might play might not play but you know it was out again by Thursday that he wasn't going to play 
and that should have been an easy switch and change. So yeah, he wouldn't have lost or won with him in, but I think just seeing the effort would have been nice. Just gross neglect you. Because at least if I saw like Minshew in there, one, I would have very excited to see that. And two, it shows like, oh, he knew Hertz was going to be out. He put in a replacement, even if it wasn't Kyler, who was like game time decision, but I would say you, you definitely knew like a little early on he was trending that way. Consolation prize for his punter getting over 20 points though. In, in an amazing display. Like, yeah. Respect. <laughs> and it's crazy because he, he's still not the number one punter. I think it's Seattle's guy. It is. Al it is, Alan. Yes, we get it. Your team is good. Let's move on to Tress Padres. <laughs> <laughs> what a trust Padres. Who really is now Quattro Padres, if uh, if Ooh. my Spanish is correct, because mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I believe he's now up to four wins with this, right? Well, and yeah, I, well, Neil, you'll have to make the change there. I, I will need to make the change, and I need to send him a Hallmark card because his defeat of Jacob really helps me out in the uh, in the playoff standings. So I mean, well, and, and uh, I just I'm also. If I can, I just want to pause real quick here because I'm just noticing something and I want to highlight this while it's hot. This is the second week, if we look at this week in a row, that Jacob has not started a defense and has had the Pittsburgh D on his bench. So I'm wondering, what's his attention level to his roster not, here? Not going to hear a peep from this guy. Also. I, I, no objections here. Jacob, keep doing what you're doing. Stay out there hunting deer, doing whatever. Just keep wow. going, you know. Keep Joe, going, kick, kick, Joe if, it, if we could, right, <laughs> if, if, for, if we ever get visual on the episodes i'd like to do a little like you know flashback to those earlier episodes where neil had a very long rant about attentiveness and mm -hmm. and setting your lineup if you remember yeah, selective attempted Not attentiveness is what, uh, neil interesting <laughs> interesting i also just wanted to make a quick note that I, i'm pretty sure hallmark is a pretty progressive company but i don't think they make cards for f having four fathers you'd be surprised i guess <laughs> I guess my my only other note is I anytime I say the name Alexander Madison I read it in the in the tune of uh, Alexander Hamilton. So, I guess that's my only going to say that. Oh, I love it. That's all I have. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next one, which is Diego just eking one out over Nicholas Arcabasio. Alan, I love to give you the Diego section, so why don't you take this one away? I mean, you unfortunately, right, because at the end of the day, I am a Patriots fan, so I love to see the team win. But as I mentioned, Diego doesn't have fantasy performers of the Patriots that he does have. And two of those guys got zero points, considering that the Patriots only threw three total passes in the entire game. Other than that, Brady being Brady, Jonathan Taylor, you know, nice. Everybody else, average or below average. So, shocker, although he won this, still don't want him to get Low too score. much air in his sails. Low score. Not necessarily the best performance for what he has. Both teams, terrible. Under, almost both teams under 130. But, you know, Diego just a little bit over thanks to his uh, Rigoberto Sanchez play there. Let's go on to the last matchup, which was uh, Joe and Mines. I'll start this one off with saying uh, Adam Thielen going down about four plays in does not help. But what, it re what really hurts is Michael Badgley just missing a field goal and if he hit that i would have four additional points right now um, because you lose one for the miss as well so that would have actually gotten me the game so what i'm actually going to ultimately blame the chargers for this because their stank is still on michael badgley which then translated to my fantasy team logic at, at what point in the day was it sunday or monday that badgley missed the field goal was that like was late sunday, sunday? Sunday morning. No, I mean, my yeah, my team, again, didn't do anything spectacular. Mahomes put up 12 and a half, which is terrible. Montgomery made 
a comeback, which was nice. But outside of that, Cooper Cup, I think, probably scored lower than his average at 26.9 points. Logan Thomas, I, I got to live out my fantasy of having one night with Logan Thomas, and he put up 13.8 points. I think he's on the IR now, so it was, he got it was the very fleeting, uh, but it was a yep. beautiful moment that we shared together, and I'll never forget it. Got you the win. It was- it was nice. It was it was adorable. I'm glad that yeah, I could, Logan I could Thomas be a part has gone of your around the league yeah, a couple Logan of teams Thomas. now. So you know, when he shows up, he he gives everybody a special night, and then it's like back to the waiver wire. So glad the throat <laughs> glad goat. you got to glad you got to enjoy oh the throat. God. You got it there. in. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, for me, uh, I I think we talked about this last week. I thought this was going to be a close one. Terry, I think, was a little underwhelming. Neil, although the Washington won. Thielen, like you said, really hurt. Also. So Jamal Williams, Henderson being out really kind of messes with your running back stable. Chuba was on uh, by this week, but or last week rather, but even still, you know, Joe, once again, carried by Cooper Cup. David Montgomery surprisingly had more than 15 points. So, you know, good job. Dude. Oh, good job. unbelievable. You know, same, like, same thought this one right just, there, man. You know, unfortunate. Yeah, <sighs> the field goal, if you hang your hat on that. But you know what I mean? Two guys is really what won this for you. So nice job, Joe. Thank you. True. The Dallas Godare play, though. I just want to pat myself on the back nice. for that. I you got, like, broke a, the curse of playing Kyle Pitts and hoping for no the big play. You. And it finally paid out. Garbage. All right. Let's move on to the league. Well, I, Speaking I think, of garbage. Let's, uh, let's talk about power rankings. Man, but also, I... let's talk about where positionally in the standings they are. Because I think realistically, right? Like, if we look at what we have for the East or for the West, rather, excuse me, nine and four, uh, untouchable. There's a dominant force of nature here in the league, and it's myself. And that's basically where the uh, contenders are for the overall top position of the power rankings, which is also the top position in the division care to care to comment I mean, boys? all i have to say here i mean <laughs> okay i mean i guess my comments gonna be like when you're editing the podcast you have the the benefit of being able to see when alan is talking so you can like you know when to kind of like fast forward or quiet or all that stuff um you don't have the benefit of doing it live here so i feel for the listeners here nine and four is pretty impressive in the west but yeah that's a uh, that's all well, I got thanks for, this for the comment. comment. No problem. Yeah, I, th- I think it's clear. It's clear. <laughs> it's undisputed. Al- Allen is definitely the best in his division. Probably the best in his league right now. So he'll have a week off for sure. There's so no question there. Moving on to the next two would be the wild cards, which is Edwin and, and Joe. I think we're really going by the book here for for playoffs. I'm gonna give some commentary about that in a little bit. But Joe, how do you, how do you feel about your position? Yeah, I mean, I was thinking back actually. I think it was maybe like three podcasts ago. Ago, we were talking about I think the standings and I did mention that Edwin was a dark horse but I didn't really expect him to come on and like overtake Neil kind of like your position in the east here really didn't think that he would essentially put himself in a position where he'd have a bye week but yeah no it's it's pretty impressive and not feeling super great about my chances moving if forward you guys here are to finish in a tie who gets the buy? So we split our head to head. We're both one and one against each so other. Edwin. And right now, I think he has by three. He has like six by more, three. three more points. Three more points. Three more points. Good lord! So three. this week yep. is really mm-hmm. close. Yeah, tight mushroom. Exactly. Yeah. There's not. So. There's not. Yeah, not no. I'm maneuver really carefully. Uh, carefully already. So. Yeah, Joe, Joe got a crucial win last week against me. And I, I do think that Joe's team is looking prone. But I do think that him having Patrick Mahomes is just, I still think he can turn I think it it's on. fool's gold um, at I this really point, do. man. So maybe I, I'm yeah, a fool. You, but. you felt very scared about it when we were facing head-to-head. But just, it's you're, you're, you're chasing something that I don't feel like uh, will be there once uh, 
once we get to the end of the road here. Yeah, it's hope. It's, it's it's just hope, maybe. But yeah, let's let's move on from the wild cards to maybe some some dark horses here, including myself, myself, Nick, and Jacob. I think Jacob here. You know, this is assuming Jacob changes his roster, but if he doesn't, then unfortunately, that puts him down a tier. Uh, myself and Nick. I think Nick is just surging at the right time, and I still believe in my team even without Christian McCaffrey. I I feel like I've made some good moves, and that I have a lot of players that can explode, and I just sort of need them all to on the same week. Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin. Like, it's it's not like I'm trying to, like, just squeeze something out of Marquise Brown, like a player who had, you sort of think is inconsistent already. So I, think I really hope that, that something happens here, guys. Comment, um, Neil, I, really I, I could argue, and I did do this with myself, that you could stay in the wild card, right? I think, you know, you go into a tie with Joe, who might lose this week uh, when we get to the week 14 predictions. So you guys would be tied. The head to head, I think, goes to you. So you're you you would get the spot there, which puts you more in the wild card. And I agree with Nick and the volatility. If we look at the last three weeks, I think he's lost one lost. And it's just been an up and down kind of roller coaster. Debo's been huge, but some of the other guys have Debo's been performing. Been if him. he doesn't have the one or two Javante Williams Debo combos, you know, he could be looking at a two game losing streak and this whole entire thing is different. So I think for, from Nick's perspective, yeah, he's six and seven, but any, I, I agree. I feel like maybe it's just like me being race. cocky on my team, but I feel like I'm sort of waiting for me to win right. versus like with, Nick I agree and with Jake. It's like, we're sort of more waiting, I waiting for him to lose. I, yeah. I agree. I think if, if I, if I was to kind of edit this on the fly, I could see you being like in between, right. Not necessarily a dark horse, not necessarily a wild card, depending on how this week goes. I think it would favor I'm a wild right. horse. You're bro. a, wild, a horse. wild horse. New category, wild horse. All right, let's let's move down to the, to the garbage tier, and I I think this is also at this point like the injured tier. Also, that haven't re- hasn't really done their work tier as well. Like I'll, I'll say, Diego could do a lot more maneuvering, and over the last five weeks, there's been a lot of missed opportunities for him. You often see like no waiver moves at all from Diego. I don't know if that's just cockiness, laziness, him not charging one of his eight devices that he can connect to ESPN Fantasy on. But like that to me, I feel like Diego's had a lot of missed, missed improvement on his team. Same with Brendan. I think Kyle or Lasky is... Wow, I thought it's so weird calling him Kyle there. Uh, Lasky... <laughs> does work on his team so much but just it's more so like the injuries but i do feel like lasky the last couple of weeks has really turned it on how about you i would guys? agree um i think he's on a two-game win streak and and joe i don't know but it seems like the the yep. catching up of the waiver wire first order seems to be working out for him it, yeah it was it was bound to happen i mean you, you think about kind of just like you know nfl teams like the Bengals and stuff like they, they're, they're able to draft like the joe mixons of the world like over and over again because they were losing for so many years that at some point that you just have a a roster full of like quality guys and it seems like the last couple of weeks he's been able to Joe Mixon. Uh, benefit that, that's that's who you went with out of Cincy uh, yeah you got I mean there's a he scored nine weeks in a row he scored nine weeks in a row like that's a yeah, good person to go with I don't like him either okay Alan but I saw the song this morning and now I'm more prone to defend it the, the, the song Jeez. is stuck in my head I, I can't. do so do we think that Nate has a chance to make the playoffs at six and seven in a tie with Nick also I, I do 
need to shake up the podcast before we go to that. I just need to say, uh, whoever in, in San Fran is upset and keeps beeping the horn, they're interrupting my episode. And secondly, um, arguably Diego could be in the dark horses as well. I think for as much as we kind of dump on him, um, I do want to call out that he is second in the West. He is standing alone right now, although he's two games back from me, but he is in the playoffs right now. And there are two other teams that are vying for the third spot. So depending on how this week goes for him might say a different story, but uh, in terms of seeding, but he is in the playoffs for where he stands overall. Nick, just, we just need two things to happen here. We just need Nick to lose and Nate to win and Nate's in the playoffs. It's what statistically a 25% chance. I think it's l- unlikely if Jacob fixes his lineup. I think it's more likely if Jacob just sort of remains out there hunting deer and geese doing whatever he does. I'm staying swole. Yeah, I know. I, I, I think Nate can really rise from the garbage tier here, not unlike Jinx and Vi and Arcane. I just finished Wasn't that. It was it? really good. So I just want to plug Arcane. It Facts. was so good, yeah. <laughs> it was a fantastic show. For anybody who uh, knows anything Bad. about League of Legends or who'd like to get an, into it in some way. Or like cartoons uh, it, It's even. basically yeah. an animated Netflix series. Uh, super good storyline. Fantastic. I'm, I'm so glad you watched it. We should, we'll should. we talk about that after the episode. Very yes. excited. Awesome. You want to move on to some uh, Week 14 Yeah, I think uh, just before we get there, so to round it out, right, we, we've got kind of one team locked for the playoffs. We have a second team that's in somewhat of a a three-way tie depending on seeding of this week from the west and then in the east we have a two-way tie at the top and then two teams vying for those last spot there as well to spotlight the teams uh, on the bubble here it's either going to be jacob or myself coming into the sneaking into the playoffs in the east and it's either going to be nick or nate sneaking into the playoffs in the west three end names that's kind of funny three out of the four bubble teams are our end names sorry <laughs> Fair correlation let's move Move on. <laughs> Neil, I, I wanted to ask you a question. I, I know earlier we were talking about yeah. uh, most points against. Was there a plug that you wanted to uh, potentially discuss before we went into the 14 predictions? Yeah, I just want I just want Diego to know that I see that you have the most points against by over 100. And I want you to know that I care. You make it really hard to care when you make all these statements about like Kanye West and, and things. And I, I don't really understand them anymore. And I feel really old. Yeah, I just want you to know that someone out there cares, but you make it really hard. To. And, and if I can, That's I'll awesome. add on to that <laughs> since we're in the giving mood and it's the holiday season. Uh, Diego, I'll apologize because about 435 <laughs> of those points are mine. Wow. So I'll, I'll take, uh, I'll take oh, accountability oh. for putting wow. in some of that hurt. Although you do make it tough. I agree with Neil on that. Yeah, about a quarter of that could arguably be mine. So sorry, Alan, with a with a quick plug for himself as he apologizes. <laughs> let's let's move on to uh, let's just pile it all on, Joe. Why don't we talk about your game against Alan first? Uh, let's let Joe speak first. Oh, well, I mean, what is there to say? You know, Tyler Conklin just didn't show up, and that's probably the only thing I did incorrectly in terms of kind of like setting up my roster to uh, give myself the best chance to win not only this game but to kind of secure my 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 standing in the playoffs here. As I scroll down, I'm actually seeing that Dalvin Cook put up 36.2 points uh-huh. on my bench. 
Um, that's actually extremely upsetting. You know, jo oh, wow. Joe, just for me, I, I can definitely see us sitting here next week and just saying, man, Joe was a genius. David Montgomery with 39 points with three injuries and no harness and Kareem mm -hmm. Hunt with 40 points, you know, like, well, no, the trick would be he would have to wear three harnesses <laughs> to like harness whatever Dalvin Cook power he has going on. No, but I don't know. I'm, I have a hard time feeling like super, like, obviously, like it would have been nice to have one of my players score 36 points, but how incorrect i mean you can be honest here how incorrect was it to not i mean here, here's what i'll here. say from my yeah. perspective right because when i started watching the game you know greg joseph had the 53 yard miss and then he missed the extra point and i was thinking okay you have tyler conklin you have dalvin cook i could be in a world of hurt here the last time dalvin cook wore a harness for those of you who don't know he played the saints he had 30 carries for 130 yards and two touchdowns Last night, he also wore a harness, or Monday night, or Thursday night for that matter, last night, yes. In which case, he had, I don't know how many carries, but he had 205 yards and two touchdowns. So when Dalvin Cook wears a harness, there's a good chance that he's going to get points. I think if I look at your lineup, the questionable where you this may bite you is Russell Gage. Because you would play the Dalvin flex. Cook in the flex yeah, yeah. over Russell Gage. Now, is Russell Gage going to go out against Carolina yeah. and put up 36? I highly doubt it. Will he Maybe. put up a decent <laughs> point? Maybe. Maybe. It's not wrong. Well, yeah. I mean, Alan. I don't have a crystal ball. You're absolutely right. But I mean, when you're playing against Greg Joseph and Justin Jefferson and you've got the, the lineup that you have, Mike Williams is going to end up playing. So Tyler Lockett's going to ride the pine um you know i was lucky enough to Wait, pick up second, Nick Folk. I, I want to interject real quick let me interject I, my team is so great how could you not play dominic I, I just me? think i just think <laughs> was, if yeah, you're opposing gms <laughs> against this roster you're thinking where can i maximize the most amount of points in russell gage versus dalvin cook i i'm playing dalvin cook yeah i, would I mean we're, we're lingering but like i think i think what was what was jading my decision making was the kind of like the ongoing injuries he's, he's been facing True. all year um, before this in games he's played he's averaged 16.2 points like he I feel like in the previous year where he wore the where he wore the harness I'm assuming he had a much better I think he was probably just scoring a lot more fantasy points so it was probably yeah so it was probably more like all right like it's kind of like a one-time thing like I'll just put him in uh, like who runs with a shoulder that's silly <laughs> fair uh, understandable so, um you know i mean yeah so th that was that was my thought process going in it's like uh, he's been dealing with cr with crap all year he's he's probably he, he'll probably be shut down yeah, for the like rest you of said it, but, unfortunately uh, conklin didn't do really much in that game so you kind of start out the hole or start out the game and they're in kind of a little bit of a hole here but you know like, big time. it was the logical move like Thielen's right. out conklin uh, and, and i think as neil alluded to right you you have some hitters here mahomes could do something i don't think montgomery is going to do that well against green bay you know kareem hunt we'll see right d hop in a tough one cup in a tough one so you know the matchups might not necessarily scream great but you do have stars here so i'm expecting at least points out of most of them I, at this point i'm hoping uh hoping to make you nervous sunday night that's that's kind of Fair. what i'm shooting for here my talk's a smack my talk's on nate s smack we, we, we'll see. Love to I mean, see what's it. more fun than that? All right. Just just posting through the paint. Skiing through do. Coney Island. Let's move on to snow, a, if you will. Moving on to the fully staffed young suck-ups versus <laughs> the Watertown T-Bots. <laughs>
<laughs> Looks like this team is <laughs> I, is in need of a punter once again. Neil, care to elaborate? Honestly, so I I, I got Chase Edmonds in waivers, and then I, I saw that Jermichael Hasty was also like on the cusp of being a starting running back. So I was like, oh, I should I should pick him up too. So uh, I still have some decisions to make on my roster. I'll probably drop the out Jamal Williams to be honest. I mean, Jermichael Hasty is honestly the most Neil fantasy pickup I've ever seen in my life. An absolutely no name. <laughs> San Francisco oh, 49 running back who's gonna, I mean, who I is averaging I can't five say and a half no name but I think I, I do agree that there's irony in the fact that Neil drops a putter for a running back who's not going to see the starting roster on this team like keep the putter and don't worry <laughs> with know. the problem like you're not going to play your Michael Hasey against Cincy, even if he does start and doesn't split carries with any of the other six backs that were there. And now only like one that's okay. healthy. Two corrections. Okay. Yeah. He's the one of two backs that's healthy Two, It's more so that, so someone else can't play Jermichael Hasty. Are you well, really okay? that like, worried mm-hmm. about someone like else starting Jermichael Hasty? It's the, you're the only one I think who's, you're like, you have like, like notifications on for like 49ers beat writers, dude. No one else has that. I, notification I, I just on. think if somebody thing. else started Jermichael Hasty and I saw that, I would be happy. Like, let them. I, I, I'd like to see who in the league would do that. No, no, they can't have that. So, so what I think needs <laughs> what I think needs to happen here is basically I need either Austin Eckler and Javante Williams. One of them needs to lay an egg, and then I have hope. I think it's going to be rough. I think I think Nick has well, a big I, advantage here because I have to it, play Kyle. Pitts. If I if I may, do you are you still starting Keenan Allen? <laughs> yeah, no, I thought he, he was, was announced play. that he's out today. So y- your your roster is oh, uh, in, incorrectly situated already which hold on hold on guys hold on okay refresh refresh your screens refresh. <sighs> refreshing <laughs> actively refreshing you know in rogue one they said jermichael hasey excellent that that is the player that you most certainly need in there of course yes yes most definitely <laughs> we're gonna win this one boys <laughs> most of your team is out yeah, Neil has some problems here. He, he's here. in a dark space. So <laughs> I, I think we can move on. What I will say is that I do expect Neil to win. I, I think it's going to be close. Really? Does Aaron Rodgers still own Chicago? That'll be the real question here. We want Aaron Rodgers or is, Aaron Jones rushes. That's what we want. Is Aaron Jones back? Is he still dealing with COVID-19? Uh, I hope no, so. I, I think, I, I think, he's, I I think he's good with that. But yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, th- this will be an interesting one. Can we talk about Nate playing Kirk Cousins and I would I would love to. So why? Can, can, can I just start that out? Like, I, I, listen, for as much as I give the general crap, I think he knows that I, I genuinely want him to do well and succeed. And I just can't understand for the life of me why. He... <laughs> do you only mean that when he's playing? Yeah, Jacob? <laughs> no, I, I mean that overall. I want to see both of these guys succeed, but I feel like I give a little more flack to the general than I do to Jacob on a day to day basis. And, you know, I mean, overall, just some of the decisions, it, it, he he's like Diego. He makes it really hard to root for him. Like, Kirk Cousins on Thursday night? Really? Like, you still Bad have mistake. Carson Wentz? Obvious. Like, really? Is there no one else? He's Who holds on to Carson like, Wentz? Is, like, Who does that? Drop well, both of see, these like, guys and get someone uh, else. Like, <laughs> I, the devil's advocate, uh, 
I mean, Russell Wilson is a free agent. Taysom Hill has been a hot pickup. Uh, there's recently. options that are um, better than both of these guys. I mean, yeah, I know Kirk Cousins has been slinging the rock and he's been having some big weeks, and and you know he was obviously hoping for another one. But I, I and my guy Justin Jefferson, you know, number three <laughs> wide receiver in the league. I mean, with feeling out, so he was going to have double digit targets, so the wide receiver to have was certainly Justin Jefferson. <laughs> I mean, geez, he could have picked up KJ Osborne off the waiver wire. That guy it. was going to get targets oh. too. I mean, you know, you just—it's uh, so, I, I don't know, Neil. I, maybe you can I, I just want, talk me off this ledge, but yeah. I, I think there's a certain fantasy IQ that some people like are are actively striving to reach, and then others are just like here for the memes. I, I don't know. So, so uh, he's he has, he's rostering Kendrick Bourne. I feel like there's some a missed opportunity there, and maybe a little uh, switcheroo with Russell Wilson would have made a difference. So, so the reason I'm laughing a lot here is because we're all piling on Nate's team, but then Jacob has a defense. Jacob that hasn't set a defense in two weeks. Like, he still he has Michael Pittman in the roster. He's on by like. But fuck you, Nate. I mean, but here's the thing. <laughs> well, it's, it's almost like it's almost like life itself. Self, man like everyone has their own quirks it's like yeah jacob's not gonna start defense <laughs> nate has a thing for really white quarterbacks like it's just something that keep going. here's <laughs> the thing that we're overlooking with <laughs> yeah, jacob exactly. though and i called this out earlier this is the second week that he hasn't started this defense which means he's just not looking at the roster so last really week he was lucky with Pittman playing guys. this week he's on by if Pittman's still in on sunday there's a good chance that he hasn't even looked at this and Neil, I, I think for as much as it does help you in the playoffs, I think, you know, as commissioner role here, you, you should feel a certain way that the, the activity which you so early on in the season harped on has been just suddenly disappeared from this team. Yeah, hey, so, so you know, like at work, how everyone should have like an ownership mentality of a project. Yeah, have an ownership mentality of this league. Someone else can text the guy, okay? We all have phones. You all look at them for like six hours a day, okay? You can text them too. Neil, do you feel better or worse if you get into the playoffs because Jacob started a defense? Uh, no, I feel fine. Do you think the New York Giants feel bad about sneaking into those two oh, Super Bowl we... years? No, they, they feel okay, perfect. Okay, dude. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, they don't feel dude. bad at all. Oh, shit. Oh, gosh, no. My, my dog just fell off the couch. You didn't oh, have to go there. That'd be, that'd be cool <sighs> if we were sponsored by the uh, the Tom Brady documentary. Yeah, and we can just like it's, go into it's that. really it's... kind of tough for me because I did watch that last episode and it did have Strahan and Randy Moss and it basically talked about the Giants, uh, the Super Bowl win with David Tyree where he pinned it to the helmet and they mm -hmm. cut him the next year, which still blows my mind. Um, and, and that one was just like a tough yeah. episode to watch because it brought up, you know, kind of those like suppressed... Uh, you know, it's like seeing a highlight of the Philly special, you know, I, I just, I'd really rather yeah. not, Oof. you know? So in that regard, <laughs> I, I completely understand that it's obviously good TV. It's excellent from the perspective that you get to look into his life at that period of time and see a little bit on it. Do I think it's a little early to be talking about some of these? Yeah. You're still playing. You're on another team, you know, I'm, Sure, Belichick's not necessarily thrilled about that, but you know, I, I, it is it is a really good show. Uh, but that last one definitely hurt a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, throughout those like Super Bowl years, like I mean, I guess it's still like that now. You had like no insight into any of those guys' life. It was straight up just like it was pretty militaristic in how they like approached football and just like operating at that capacity.
Um, so yeah. that's pretty cool stuff. Other pretty cool stuff. To, uh, you know, Diego, once again, like we kind of alluded this to, this is the week where all of his team is out. He has rostered a team. He does have every position filled, but I don't think we're really expecting much out of this this week, boys, are we? Julio coming back is actually kind of nice for him, but I, I think this is his week to lose. So I think that it really, really comes off as a big win for Edwin in, in the race to get a bye. Pretty much has a free win here. Mm. Pretty much. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, I, I could use Diego doing a lot more this week. His team looks better than I expected it to. Like I was really excited to see like the waiver wire, like the frenzy that Diego went through to like to like pick up and drop a bunch of players, but it didn't really happen, and he kind of just kind of like stuck with his guns. Which is funny too, because I'm I'm noticing that he's starting Sony Michelle, and um, I'm pretty sure Henderson is playing this week. So I think he is, but I feel like it's still it's going to be more of a split. I, I would agree, but I guess with Henderson playing, I'm not expecting much from Michelle especially at the goal line where it would count absolutely not yeah so so is the move to start singletary uh no both suck both both are bad moves but that's where he is both would be bad i guess singletary (laughs) would be better but both aren't necessarily great both have pretty good run d's let let me Um, peep the uh, old buffalo is playing tampa bay and uh, the rams are playing arizona i mean running backs (laughs) is pretty bleak right now like mike davis you got you got a nike Devontae booker Yep, Devon, he's on five. Hey, yeah, it's, uh, no it's Jets, not, no it's Giants for me, but yeah, Diego, maybe. I mean, <laughs> some may stoop to that <laughs> level. That's some. tough. That's <laughs> tough. All right, let's let's go on here. Let, let's move on to uh, please. We got Quattro Padres and Skeeters Eaters. All right. This one's an interesting one because I, I, part of me really kind of hopes that Lasky plays a little bit of. Uh, playoff killer here for brendan i don't think brendan has a chance to get in but does not yeah really just stick not, the nail in the yeah coffin. they actually both have a zero percent chance this is kind of like the toilet bowl like they're already gotcha. like in those like post playoff weeks just like a week they've early, already which planned the sad. yacht cruise and they're going to be taking some time golfing yeah. Now. yeah brendan is shirtless and ripped jeans and tim's on a yacht it's also pretty rough that boswell wow. only got one point is he is he cleaning the yacht? What is that? <laughs> oh image? no, that's, that was a reference to the Giants. <laughs> yeah, the, all the Giants oh, wide okay. receivers on the yacht, uh, and then they oh, lost never, like eleven straight games. OBJ got traded. It was yeah. just a big. Uh, it was a big omen for them. Big. But Mess. Boswell getting Sterling Shepard was there, I think. Yeah, right? Sterling Shepard was there, who's in Lasky's roster, and Boswell getting one point isn't necessarily that great to start this one off. It's not what no, you like although you know Brandon is starting Darren Waller, so there there could be uh, there could be some zeros going around this week. We're gonna have to wait and see. Is Waller playing? I don't think Waller's playing. Nice. There was some buzz earlier this week that he could, but I don't think he is at this point. I think one thing that Lasky has been really good at the last few weeks is only having one on roster you know decision making that sucks like i'm only gonna have one playable mm-hmm. roster anytime and that's what he's done here like he has no other options i respect it i respect the move it's, it's actually pretty nice <laughs> wonder if they want some coffee with all these donuts. oh wow oh. wow plus what's lasky they're going to do he also needs a punter so you have some competition here neil <laughs> oh very no. hit the waiver. i'm about to start picking up punters so lasky <laughs> I'm surprised that uh, Alan, you're not you're not just like hoarding all the good players. I mean, yeah, Alan, you have the flexibility. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm stacking two kickers right now. I'm pretty sure I have like the one and two ranked kicker. So I'm essentially just kind of w- 
Yeah. All right, let's let's uh, let's move on, like, guys. All right, <laughs> is that time of night? <laughs> it is getting late. It's time to start stop talking about Alan's multiple kickers and, <laughs> and how elite they are. Yeah, we've had enough. We, mm-hmm. the, the people have had enough, Alan. Um, I, I mean, I've You're... apologized already once this episode. How many more do I need to give? Everybody, everybody I, had the we, same opportunity. You know, I, I was we, lower we down the waiver wire. For... You, you know what I mean? So people could have picked up these guys before me. We want one apology for every point that uh, you beat Joe by <laughs> this week. That's what we Joe, want. Joe, I do hope it's close, uh, but <laughs> yeah, good, good luck this week. I would love a close game. I, I mean, I, I was pretty in a dark place uh, last night. I was thinking about making like a donation to like a charity that you would have disliked or something based on like how many points I lost by. So depending on how the weekend goes, maybe we'll see if I can set something up like that. Alan, what's a cause you hate? Like children, <laughs> dogs, like what, what don't you like? <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think that's going to be pretty tough. I'm, I'm a pretty easygoing guy, you know, so. I mean, that's, Refugees? That seems, that what's little, the group you want to target? That seems a little tough, here? you know? Jeez. Uh, Jeez. Sure my, my suggestion was Doctors Without Borders because those blood-sucking impoverished people over there aren't going through insurance to get their medical care. Oh, wow. <laughs> it would just be maybe doctors with more borders. Just bypassing the gaunt, shrunken hands of Alan's insurance company. Uh, Alan does not condone this. <laughs> we should probably end it before he <laughs> Yeah, before we get canceled. All right, everyone. So this is the last week of the regular season. So really, please, please dial in. Set your lineup. Start your defense. Get Wi-Fi out there in the wilderness when you're shooting defenseless deer. Set your defense. All right. <laughs> Deers without borders. <laughs> Prepare your bodies. Eat breakfast on Sunday, people. Stay alert. Join the DGen channel. Throw in a bet. Week 14 is upon us. We're blasting us. off Let's again. Do this.